Welcome to another episode of Sipping With Us. We are sitting today with one of my personal guests, my friend Mike. Mike, thank you for joining us and uh, accepting to come to to our podcast and be part of an episode here. Um, I'm very excited to have you, besides the fact that I haven't seen you in a while. Right. So it's, it's good catching up. Always. Um, ladies, do y'all want to give a cheers before we start the episode? I made some like pretty bomb ass piña coladas. Cheers. So that's kind of what we're sipping on right now. Um, I think everybody, did everybody enjoy them? Yeah, they're really yeah, good. They're so really like, what, like, what is it? What brand did you buy? So I bought, um, it's already a pr- like a pre-mixed brand. My cousin used to be like super obsessed with this, like before for years. That's all she would drink. It's called Chi-Chi's. Chi-Chi's? <laughs> it really is Chi-Chi's? called like Chi-Chi's, yeah. yeah. It's pre-mixed. Oh, wow. It comes, it's like a, I think it comes with like 12.5% alcohol. So it already has alcohol, but we added, of course, a little bit extra malibu in there so that's why you, they probably taste a little stronger oh yeah they're really good. <laughs> you know i had to like make sure they weren't too sweet and up to par or whatever yeah and then i added just like some slices of pineapple and cherries and we're good to go mm-hmm. they're good so cheers again mm-hmm. once again yeah once thanks again. for having me by the way ladies and these are these drinks are delicious though <laughs> <laughs> so how are you tell us catch us up with with your life we haven't seen the last time I tell him the last time that you yeah, saw it yeah. me and Paula because he knows me and Paula last we're time friends from way back was yeah. for your your party which was freaking awesome so yeah <laughs> her 30th birthday yeah, her 30th. my 30th birthday party yeah, was crazy. a little wild I'm 31 now so it's been like a year and a half or so probably so wow that's a long time yeah that's good yeah. catching up yeah good to see y'all she was asking me uh how long ago did i know you i'm like oh i know mike since we were like 14. i met him at one of his birthday parties at your house yeah i went with maria oh really yeah oh wow. i think we were 14 or 15 i don't know oh so y'all really do know each other that long mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's that right. was probably yeah that was my freshman year freshman year oh my so. god so you're born and raised in Fo- from forward born or? and raised in forward yeah so tell us a little bit about yourself you know uh well uh born and raised in forward i've known martha since sixth grade i think yeah, yeah. Oh, sixth wow. grade. Middle, school, middle school together what middle school did i go to daggett middle school mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then paula since my freshman year so that was oh four i want to say mm-hmm. so four so yeah yeah. But uh, yeah, born and raised in Fort Worth. I mean, I still live there now. So, your class of 08? Um, I'm 07. Oh, okay. 07. Yes. Yeah. So a year yeah. below me. Mm-hmm. I was 06. Mm-hmm. He's, we were, we're like 07? the same. Yeah, we're like mm-hmm. the same age. Were you 10? Range. Yeah. <laughs> I was an 8. 8? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're still in the same kind of bracket. Yeah. 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 What are we considered? Millennials? I think we are considered millennials, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always get confused because I feel like we're like just like in the border, barely millennials, like, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, we go we go way back since sixth grade, and mm-hmm. I mean, Mike has been a part of our life for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, mutual friends, mutual. My cousin is one of his best friends. He's, yep. You were actually my, his best man. Yep. His wife. Number one best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. So. Of course, you Love know. Carlos. I don't know if you're listening. <laughs> you better be listening. <laughs> I'm sending him this episode if, you, if he's not. Yeah. But, um, you know, when I thought about today's episode, um, I thought about you. I don't know. I feel like even though we haven't seen each other for a while, obviously with social media, everybody kind of keeps up with each other right. in mm-hmm. some way, right? And I feel like you've been kind of... Um, 
I feel like you're you're going in a really good direction. Mm-hmm. I, at least that's what I feel. You mm-hmm. know, obviously you're here to kind of give us your your side of what it is to be, you know, a man in your thirties mm-hmm. in this in this time because we hear it so much from each other, like as women, right. but we don't actually sit there and have conversations from men. From men, mm-hmm. yeah, and just kind of give us like, okay, well, what's your journey been to this point? Um, what have like your challenges, your struggles been? Um, what has changed in your life? Um, where do you see your future? How has, you know, the, your dating history been? Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, or how is it now? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like, I feel, what we're going to be talking about mostly today. Right. Is giving us, give us that man insight as to... And one of the main reasons why we invited you is because we kept saying that there's more women like over 30 that are not married than men mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's very unique to find a, uh, a guy that's 30 mm-hmm. not married or doesn't have any kids yeah mm-hmm. and we have our own theories mm-hmm. and we should probably tell him what our theories are be- mm-hmm. so that he can like debunk them or whatever he needs to do like hey hey call us like out <laughs> well, maybe, so maybe if i say my portion first and then that'll, yeah, that'll, yeah. that'll keep me from yeah being biased but no it's um and you know even i'm surprised I'm, myself just mm-hmm. thinking like man how am I 30 and I don't have kids or you know I get the same questions like you have 30 and you don't have kids like yeah I don't know um it's just well, over the past few years I think even like you ladies know I mean um where I'm at now I mean I just joined the department Irving Fire and um it's been a long road um as I was saying to you ladies beforehand like you know it's it gets, it gets very challenging you know, um, there's a lot of adversity, but that mm-hmm. kind of, I use that to kind of steer me in, in the right direction. Um, I did have to kind of, like, kind of isolate myself from doing the party life or right. trying to do this or vacationing or going to festivals, which, you know, I love, man. <laughs> you know, even just, what, four or five, you know, maybe five, six years ago, you know, it was, it was going out, hanging out, going to festivals and everything. And that's great and all, but, um, you know, it changes when you get to this point you're like man it's definitely something different than how it was a few years ago as far as your your what it took to get here and and fortunately i used adversity i used heartbreak i used um just trying to grow and be better to kind of feel that that um will to go on especially when you know I tried to join the depart- different departments. I tried four different departments, tried 10 different times, you know, failed or made it to the interview or didn't make it to certain interviews. So, right. I know. was going to say, let's backtrack to like when you graduated and then like mm-hmm. how, your adulthood, like whenever you turn 18, like how did, like, you know, how, kind of, you, kind how of did like, it lead up to where you're at now? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say. Take uh, us down, Mike's. You know, like yeah. you started college, or yeah. you work. You started working corporate America first. Or yeah. Like, so graduating out of high school, I think I worked. Actually, worked at a dealership right when I was in oh, high school. Oh yeah, yeah. I worked there for about five years. So worked there right out of high school, and I worked there to about 2011, I think. So worked about five years, but. Um, so I did go to TCC. I went to school because uh, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. It's right. kind of like what most most mm-hmm. people who go don't through. go yeah. through. It's like, <laughs> well, we're trying to figure out. We're too relatable. But there's nothing wrong. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that, you know. Um, and it's, you know, sometimes you, you just kind of 
got to keep yourself at, at some pace. Maybe you may not know which where you tr- where you're trying to end up, but at least you're still pacing yourself. You're Take still a step. taking steps, right? Moving forward, right? Um, so that's what I was doing right right after high school. Um, I actually wanted. I was in the the field of wanting of working in the dealership because I actually because I like working on cars. I like getting my hands dirty. So um, always did like that. But you know, while I was working there, it the uh, the economy tanked, Mm. and Saturn, which is a dealership that I worked at, you know, they went out of business. You know, Mm -hmm. GM went bankrupt. So that kind of that kind of it it took. It kind of made me think, like, man, do I really want to work in, in the car industry? Mm. The, the economy just tanked, you know what I'm saying? Mm, right. So, uh, and I was like, I was like, I was even thinking, I, I had was working to uh, to work on my associates or go to TCC or at least get my get my uh, basics or whatever. Right. Um, and I was thinking, well, maybe not working on cars, maybe you know, mechanical engineering, you know, doing something like that. Right. This was before the economy tanked. And then I actually went to the uh, the plant in um, the, G- the GM plant GM. in, in mm-hmm. Arlington, mm-hmm. and actually like kind of like did a like a day with a mechanical engineer. Kind of actually went through the plant, see plant. how they it's make. It's big, right? Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. It used to be one of my clients. Yeah, and it's uh, and it was it's pretty awesome. Like I was like I liked it. So maybe I can do this, you know. Yeah. Maybe still stay in the car industry, but not not you know, but maybe not. Uh, maybe a little bit do do more than just work on cars because right. um, once you're there, once you work in a certain industry, you, you kind of have to. Once you get a taste of it, and then you kind of see if, whether you're gonna like it or not. I, I think you know, mm-hmm. right. and yeah. that was the whole point of me working at the dealership. So, you know, I went from trying to work on cars to maybe doing a little more, maybe getting my mechanical engineering degree at UTA, and then that's when the economy tanked and it just kind of completely threw me in a, out of whack. So I'm like, well, what do I want to do now? So. Um, so from there, I'm like, well, you know, I, I need to finish school. I need, at least I need to finish something that into, until it leads me to where I want to be. And so um, then I went to UTA. I was already at UTA by, by the time the economy, well, by the time I actually got laid off. Uh, that was in 2011. And then um, uh, I was at UTA. So I was going, going there to, because I had an interest in uh Political science, very passionate. Martha, you know, <laughs> very, yeah, very, very political. Very yeah. political, very passionate. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, and then a minor in business. I figured, you know, just kind of yeah. use that. I mean, what what? You can always what, use it for something. Right, right. Always, always be like, good. It's kind of a broad like mm-hmm. type of degree, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right, and then um, and then by that point, I had a, I started working at uh, I think I started working at Chase that year. I got laid off from the dealership. I was had a temporary job working. Selling supplemental health insurance for a few months, and then later on, or later that year in 2011, was when I started at Chase, mm-hmm. and um, I was there for up until last year. Okay. But you know. So the through, beginning of last year was it, or the beginning? Yeah. Um, well, I would say August. Okay. So from 2011 yeah. to 2019, wow. I worked at Chase. So that's eight years. So what happened? Like, like, what made you like stop going to school? Because you were working full time. The hours. Um, late and being laid off, laid off, and just so I, I've in my time with, with like in Chase and my dealership, I, I think I went through three layoffs in five years. Mm-hmm. So um, from 2011 all the way up until 2016. 
16, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, because in 16, I was still at Chase. I had, I had experienced three layoffs and then changes of, of scheduling and, mm-hmm. and, and all of that just made it super difficult. So I think that was the last time I was in school, I was working nights and going to school in the morning. Mm. But by then, uh, the following the following year, we were laid off change. and everything changed. Mm. So I was forced to take a job somewhere else. It's either that or get fired. Yeah. Um, one of the last positions I was at. At Chase? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, life hits. Life happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what kind of kept me from uh, continuing that pursuit of uh, wanting to finish school. And I do want to finish school one day. But mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I was just asking. I'm like, you should finish it. Like, yeah. you don't have any kids. You yeah. know, you're not married. Like, my theory why I started going back to school the past, I don't know, few years ago was like mm-hmm. okay um when i have kids one day they're gonna ask me why didn't you go to college right. like you had the chance like what am i supposed to tell them mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna have no excuse so i was like i if i'm not married i don't have any kids you know mm-hmm. that's when i started going i was like i have the time right now so mm-hmm. i mean school's not for me but i was just doing it but right which i still plan on finishing too mm-hmm. because right. i have the time and you know uh in, in, and with school, I think it's always going to be there. Like whenever, yeah. whenever I was at even at UTA for the short time that I was there, there was grandmas Older and grandpas people, there. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I was like, school's always going to be there. Um, you know, always. You don't have to be on anyone's time clock. Right. And that's always what makes every, everyone own. unique with from each other too. I yes. feel like, you know, when I listen to like podcasts about like finding purpose and all that, people's journeys, and it's like. You have to kind of trust the journey that you're in mm-hmm. and listen to all those signs that you're like the direction you're being taken to yes because it's always going to lead you to your path right? right that you're in most definitely i could i certainly agree with that so you obviously you know you you, you were at chase till august but you when did you kind of start like thinking about even becoming your fireman now um, so when when did that thought even come to life for you i think that that thought for me happened in 2016, right? Mm-hmm. So in 2015 was my second layoff that mm-hmm. happened. Um, then I was forced to move from my Ar- from the Arlington site to mm-hmm. Fort Worth site at Chase. Then um, then at even at that uh, position that I was at, uh, we got uh, we were told we got brought into this big conference room where Lisa State and and they were going to lay us off. So mm. I think at that point, I'm not thinking, man, this corporate America stuff, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am done. That was your trigger point. <laughs> that, like, yeah. I'm done with corporate America. Uh, yeah. I know that I don't want to be here forever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like, because, I mean, I just left. This was, this was just the summer of 15. I just left there. You guys forced me to take another job that was, mm-hmm. you know, lower pay, mm-hmm. longer drive. Really bad hours, you know. I mean, out of seven to four. I mean, I love, I like my nights, you know, because yeah. I get, I get paid more to do the yeah. same job and then wake up, you know, do all that right. stuff. So, I think that that was the turning point for me, and it, it was super stressful. We were having to work overtime, the crazy, just to just to try to meet a deadline, and we didn't meet it, and which is the reason why they let us mm-hmm. off and, 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 and whatever. So, what did you used to do there? I worked uh, in titles. In titles, yeah, mm-hmm. for like. So, Cars? Yeah, so oh, okay. you moved around a few times, right? Yeah, so and it's quite a few times that mm-hmm. like we moved around. But the last position that I was at that we got um, that we got laid off was was titles. So it's basically mm-hmm. like t- title, kind of like title management, you know. Yeah. So you add, add or remove uh, people on the on titles or whatever, right. like yeah. you know, or people pay offs, doing pay offs mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that, stuff like that. 
So, but I think that was that was a turning point. I was like, man, I'm done. I, I need to do I just, something. I just had. I just yeah. I'm. I'm like. I don't want to have to deal with another. Well, yeah. Go through it all yeah. over again. Yeah. The unexpected. Like, it's bad. Uh, I yeah. did corporate America for like seven years, and I just got burned out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you don't kiss ass, it's pretty, I don't kiss ass, or if you don't mess around with like <laughs> the supervisors, you don't move up. And I'm very like no, you know, and yeah. I into seven. It took me seven years to realize it. Yeah. Like I was in the same position because of that. I'm like no. And I will not go back. <laughs> mm-hmm. So did you quit your job to go to the academy or no? You um, kept working? Yeah, no, I had to I had to I basically had to quit. So as soon as they told me that I was hired on, I was I told Chase I'm out. <laughs> How many times did you have to apply? Because I've heard it's challenging to become uh, a fireman. So yeah, take us back to that Ooh. moment where you decided I'm not gonna I need to do something else and yeah. Work. What was your initiation? Wildfire. Wildfire, yeah, wildfire fireman. Like, what was everything leading up to it? Um, I would say because I've, I would say that you know, obviously, you know, having an interest in politics, I just, I, you just have to have that genuine uh, passion, for passion yeah. for caring for people. Yes, and, and, and doing, you know, whether it's whether it's politics or whether it's you know the medical field or whether it's uh, you know being a community organizer or whatever. But I, I do, I'm passionate for caring for people, mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure out what, what, what can I do now. I do have this, I do have that interest, and you know I want to do something for that, people, for people, mm-hmm. and give back, give back to the community. You know, um, even. Uh, just something something mm-hmm. and then um by that point actually i think we were i was out one night um at a um, varsity and actually mondo mm-hmm. uh, we were out one night and it was out for i think irving's birthday mm-hmm. and um i was talking to him he's like hey he's, we were talking he's like yeah i'm thinking about you know applying for a firefighter he's like oh man i just applied for a firefighter i just got my interview with irving i was like no shit excuse me can i curse here yeah sorry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's right, open sorry yeah, you know, it's open <laughs> Sorry, uh, but uh, he, he was telling me, he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, just got my interview, you know, I got that coming up or whatever. I was like, oh, hell yeah, congrats, bro. I'm actually mm-hmm. um, trying here for Arlington. I had just started my, my very first application. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, my, and his brother's actually our Arlington firefighter. Mm-hmm. And he actually interviewed me in one of my... Oh, really? Yeah, his brother. I don't <laughs> oh, know if wow. you remember his I think brother. I, I think I remember, yeah. Juan Mata. Also, by the way, for those that don't know... Um, Armando, Mondo, he's yeah. he was also a friend from when I met middle my school. Principal middle school. Yeah. So. Wait, that not name sounds so familiar. Yeah, See, uh, Patricia's ex boyfriend. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was. Uh, we were friends. Yes. Yes, that's. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, you're talking about Juan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Juan. Yeah, that was as Patricia. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so anyway, we were out one night that night, and he was telling me that, and I was like, man, you know, this is it. You know, he mm-hmm. he is urban fire, mm-hmm. and then fast forward now, four or five years later, he's been there four or five years, and I just mm-hmm. got hired on to his department. So, um, but it was been a, it's, it was a long road, process. long process. Um, you know, I tried ten different times wow. with four different cities. Take us through that mindset because I feel like so many people give up, both men and women and people Mm -hmm. in general, you know, they give up through that first rejection. Mm -hmm. What kept you going and what, you know, you you said how many times did you try? Ten Ten times. You failed ten times before you actually made it. Yep. So take us through that like um, kind of mental process for you. Mm, Man, it was an ass kicker. No, I'm not going to lie. It does... You know, especially when you're in, like, personally, you're thinking, oh, man, I want to do this for me. And then, you know, and then you kind of have that, 
mentality of well, what do I want with this? You know, I want a future. You know, whether I want a significant other, I want to, you know, this and that. You Your know, own that, purpose. My own purpose, yes. And then you know, have a family one day. But that's that was my driving force. Mm-hmm. But uh, while it, it was it was an ass kicker, and it's kind of like like you're you're for me it's like i was trying my hardest to reach that destination mm-hmm. uh but every single time that I, I was rejected or didn't go through you know mm-hmm. it, it just it did it did kind of like i did felt like man it did get to you it yeah. gets to me it affected me negatively mm-hmm. but the driving force for me was just like man i need to do it i'm gonna do it because it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be way worth it if I'm already when I committed get there, to you know I'm, I was I just felt like man I just you know and it's just like one of those things like man I, if I get there and when I get there it's gonna taste it's gonna taste a lot better it's gonna mm-hmm. feel a lot better you know so let, me, let me ask you this um, I'm just trying to kind of like help decipher those feelings for you mm-hmm. but like do you feel like at the time because what well, you said it started like in 2016 I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember where I was in 2016 mm-hmm. so we're talking about like that's the year that I bought a house. Like, I'm trying to think of where people around me were around that time. Do you feel like all of that, like, just seeing everybody around you that, first of all, we're probably already in relationships because mm-hmm. we are talking, that's kind of part of it too, right? right? It's like once you start hitting closer to 30, like, you start thinking about all these things that you kind of, in a way, not, not necessarily compare, but you do kind of look at people around you and you're like, I should probably be, be living this right now. Why mm-hmm. am I not? And it kind of pushes you even to do it more. Do you feel like that kind of helped too? You nailed it right on the damn head. I just want to like dig deeper into like what your actual feelings were at the time. Yeah. Because those are your real feelings and it's hard. I know it's hard to talk about it, but I think we all feel like that at some point with everybody, right? Yeah. You nailed it right on the head, I would say. Because, uh, you know, the back then, even the person that I was with at the time, you know, you, you look left and right and everyone's, you know, either getting married or or doing this or you know having a family or buying a house and it's just kind of like as a guy mm-hmm. and for me personally I would say the pressure is on mm-hmm. the pressure yeah. is most definitely on especially so how old, I'm sorry how old were you when all this the whole process was going on um so I'm 31 now so 2016 I was probably what 26 27 um. so the, I would say I'm in the late twenties is mm, with mm-hmm. my entire this entire process that it's, led me to it's where I'm It's normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you, yeah, you, I would agree with you with everything what you said. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the pressure is definitely on. And as a as a guy, you know, you're like, man, I want to be there. I want to get there. And even the person I was with at the time, I would say, you know, that's what I that's where I want to get. Man, well, we can work together. We can do this. We can do that. You know, but it's. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, some things don't happen the way you want them to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you're left to have to live or go through that journey by yourself, mm-hmm. then you just have to figure it out, mm-hmm. you know. And, and then that's what I felt that I had to do, you know. And many nights, even for me, I was like, you know, you've got to find ways to kind of stay motivated. motivated. You have to you kind of push yourself with, you know, and then work your ass off, mm-hmm. you know. Um, even the last few years, you know, after I became single, I would mm-hmm. say, you know, I went and got one job, then I got another job, and then for like a, maybe about two you years now, two jobs? three jobs, three jobs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was. 
you were you trying to just you were single? Right. Do you feel like you were trying to stay, stay busy? busy? Yes. Through stay heartbreak. busy. Yep. Heartbreak was it was it was one factor I would say, mm-hmm. along with the fact that I just wanted to do something with my For life. Yourself. And right. then it was like a combination of all those feelings boiling. So mm-hmm. and and I know that like I'm asking you those questions because I know that guys you know they don't really talk about that it's mm-hmm. hard to kind of say your feelings mm-hmm. what you're really feeling you yep. know what i mean mm-hmm. and i know the reason i say that why well, i know that is because i have to get those feelings out of edgar sometimes yeah. too you know what i mean but yeah. you have to ask the right questions that's one thing that i've learned mm-hmm. if you don't ask the right questions mm-hmm. it's you're just not going to get the answers mm-hmm. right you definitely got that ask the right questions so i mean i think anybody that would go through heartbreak you know they you have to it's like life pushes you mm-hmm. to that and like you have to start figuring yourself out yeah right? like they say like sometimes yeah. like when things like that happen it can be a blessing in disguise like mm-hmm. most definitely. sometimes you need that in your life to like mm-hmm. take that extra that that leap of like that right. leap that you've been scared to take mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and, and then when you're at that point you you really don't have a choice but to take that leap right you know is it, it is it like a lonely road during that time for you yeah it is very mm-hmm. much so um but I think throughout that entire process from even the last couple of years, mm-hmm. uh, trying to finally make it with the department, mm-hmm. trying to make it, trying to land a spot, you know, it's what I found myself doing is like I have to, I have to elevate myself on all different levels, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of like, well, I don't know, like one of my words that I like to say is just elevate, elevate mm-hmm. yourself, you know, and that's what I felt like that I like to do or wanted to do. Uh, whether it's physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally. mentally, spiritually, you know, mm-hmm. I never miss a day in church. Yeah, you're got, very, you're a very spiritual person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got real close with my nieces, um, and it's kind of like Paula said. It was most definitely a blessing in disguise. Um, even having to go through this road by yourself, mm-hmm. because I got closer with my family, I got closer with my nieces, I got more spiritually connected, mm-hmm. and I was able to bring my nieces in and connect with them mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, um, you know, lead that. I was able to, you know... Everything elevated hard, for you. Right, right. <laughs> um, working two or three time, two or three jobs, excuse me, um, that I was able to put on the, on the resume when applying for these jobs, so, mm-hmm. and it actually helped me out, because when I was right. there in the interview for this last, uh, for the fire department, they're like, man, you got two or three jobs. They're like, man, you know, they're, right. it's a positive, you know. Yeah, they, they see, see that. that. You're, yeah. Like you're a hard worker. Yeah, yeah. so. And, and Besides the fact that you're a Latino man, so you're automatically yeah, a hard worker. Right, <laughs> oh. so it's like, it's like telling them. But I, you know, that's what I wanted to say. I wanted to be able to sell myself and say, what do I have to show for it? And, it, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think I remember having a conversation with you about it, Martha. It's like, you know. I've always liked going to the gym mm-hmm. from, like, I think I started yeah. going to the gym in 2010, so right. going on 10 years now. I've just, I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe I'm a gym junkie. I'm a gym rat. Call me Do you, you feel like whenever you're at the gym, you're like, that's your escape zone? Yes. Like you release it all? Yes. Mm. It's like positive, your therapy, in a way. Yes. Yeah. Whether positive or negative, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Mm. There, there's days, days there when you're you're happy. You know, you're hanging out with the bros. You know, you're working out. You know, like my best mm-hmm. friend Irvin. You know, like or, or my best friend Raul, or you know the guys Gus. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's 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 whenever you can hang out with them and have a good positive uh, influence on one another. Mm-hmm. You know, That's you're, you're huge feeling to good. Know. Mm-hmm. I feel like if if you're if I'm a man listening to this, that's the key right there. Yes. I 
I feel like it was for you. It's like that was your escape zone and mm-hmm. kind of what pushed you. You already had the discipline mm-hmm. to even stick to the gym because mm-hmm. God knows it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, you talked about like even like having your friends there. So kind of having that brother brotherhood mm-hmm. there yep. too. So that's one thing that I think we were interested in knowing too. Like mm-hmm. how is it being a man and I feel like for women, it's so easy for us to empower each other. Mm-hmm. You know, because we have conversations. We mm-hmm. confide in down, each other. We confide in each other. We sit mm-hmm. down and have wine nights or whatever, even when we're not recording. You know, mm-hmm. we, we have a lot of like that. I feel connection. like we're more open. Yeah, we're about... more vulnerable with each other. But how mm-hmm. is it for men, you know, mm-hmm. like to speak through your challenges and what you're personally going through? Like when mm-hmm. Eric, for example, when you went through your heartbreak, like did you talk to any your buddies about it? Any guy, your guy friends? Like, or you just kept it out to yourself, and you just released it on the gym, or no? I I, I would say I spoke out a lot to them, and yeah. I, and and I happened to be at the gym. I mean, it, while you're there, you know, the gym ended up. <laughs> I, yeah, while therapy. we're there, yes, yes. <laughs> I wish the gym was my therapy. I swear to you, it is like so. Much, I, and I felt like I feel like even towards for a long time that the the, the club there, the, the gym was like club mm-hmm. my club yeah because you go there you hang out with all this you see the same people mm-hmm. at they're on the same time around every day mm-hmm. that you go you know you hang out with them you like befriend them yeah but it's positive mm-hmm. you know you're there to work out you're there to push each other or any guy who's ever any guy at the gym who's ever helped me you know like you know lift this set or this or that or whatever you know you mm-hmm. get to know them you befriend them mm-hmm. you know um, but yeah, I, it's, it is a therapy. We sit in there and mm-hmm. work out together, and then so many nights you're sitting there out there in the parking lot hanging, talking to the guys or talking to them about this or about that or about mm-hmm. this. So yeah, it's positive. But you have to surround yourself with, you, you know, you have to, it's, it's very contagious, and whatever you keep in that circle mm-hmm. is you have to make sure that it is positive it stays for positive. you right. mm-hmm. and positive for them, mm-hmm. you know, because it's all contagious. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna mm-hmm. be like, you know, if I have to, if I know my buddies are having uh, now, like being and being, seeing what I've gone through. If I know my buddies, you know, going through something or this and that, you know, I'd much rather you know go out. Hey, let's go to the gym, let's go work out, and you know, let's talk about it, let's do this, let's do that, whatever That's your it is bro that you're time. doing, like, right? To kind of hang out and right. just, yeah, yeah. So um, it and it is, it's it's very, it's very hard, very hard to to try and. Uh, Kind of stay away from the clubs or the bars mm-hmm. or have a good time mm-hmm. or this and that, you know, because that it, it can drain you, it can sway you from your real goal. Especially if if you're somebody that does it all the time, mm-hmm. I feel like as you age, you do it less, right? You because do because it's like mm-hmm. yeah. you don't because you really well. I'm well, not. you're busier and you do different things and different, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, question: Have you tried regular therapy before? I I have. Mm. Yes, I have. Interesting. I have. Um, uh, actually, when when I did ha- when I did go through that layoff, I, I took a leave of absence from work. Mm. But one of the requirements is that you have to go. And it's kind of like a stress leave or whatever. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, but you have to want to go and see a what they call a counselor. Counselor. Or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, and even after I went back from leave, I still went and saw him for a few sessions. Mm-hmm. So did you like it? I did. Would you go again? I would. You have to be. I think one of the things, and the, and whether I don't know, it's a guy thing or mm-hmm. it's what? a whole taboo thing for guys not to go. That's why I'm asking. Oh, like, man. like a lot of men don't believe in it. No, no, you definitely have to want to 
if you ever want to elevate and grow, you have to be able to you, you have to be willing to seek help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys and girls, I would say I speak for us guys, I'm gonna say us girls. Right. Us guys guys, we do need a lot of help. Mm-hmm. And guidance. Guidance. Like guidance. Mm-hmm. Guidance. And because we're so I would say that the, when when the pressure's cooking and everything's going, you know, we're so just, you know, kind of like stuck, stuck, and mm-hmm. want to like like we got to do this, we got to do this, we got to do this. But sometimes we just have to understand that we sometimes we need help too, you know, and we do have to see that takes that. a lot for you to admit, you know. Yeah. I know it does. Yeah. Do you think that that's part of like how you grew up as because being a Latino or just a man in general, like the expectations that are set upon you, or that you grew up like. You know, you have to be the man of the house, or you have to like, you know. Yeah, I think, I think culturally, more... culturally, it can affect mm-hmm. it. Um, and I think it's men in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both, I would both. say. I would say both. Yeah, because uh, you know, even my dad. My dad isn't very like I would say with me. My relationship with my dad. I love my dad. We're close. He's mm-hmm. he goes to church, so I follow his example. I love mm-hmm. going to church. But it was it, it isn't the same as like the relationship that I have with my mom. Like very right. being open to talk about your feelings or mm-hmm. what's going on with you or you know whether you're going through this or you're going through adversity you're going through challenges you're trying to find what's best for you or, mm-hmm. tr- or you're trying to just even better relationships with them in general yeah you know um it's it, it is a cultural it, thing mm-hmm. but also a, a guy thing mm-hmm. so ne- my next question for me like do you feel like the way you were raised um being Hispanic and everything there are some ways that you don't agree with that you have to like um, unlearn and then relearn. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. What we've been talking about, mm-hmm. like the whole machista thing. Like, you know how a lot of Hispanics are machistas. Like, a lot of them like do take the uh, the chance to change for their wife, and a lot of them just don't. They just think that's that's the norm. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of like change your like the way you were raised. Yeah, I think Latinos overall, there's the stigma that m- most Latinos can be machistas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What What are your thoughts on that? I guess. Like, yeah. Um, again, it it kind of goes to the the guy, the guy uh, stigma of guys. You know, guys don't talk about their feelings. Guys mm-hmm. don't right. like, want to do this and that. No, man. It's uh, it's it's very. What's the word? It can. You hold stuff in, and it can be very deadly for you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because you're you're you like you said, you didn't have the even though you respect your dad. There's mm-hmm. so many positive aspects that you've probably mm-hmm. have from your dad, but you never had that communication mm-hmm. about talk making it okay to talk about your feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, it's like man up and just kind of do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, and mm-hmm. and yeah, it's definitely we have to break it. Mm-hmm. We have to break that stigma. The cycle. Break the cycle. Break the cycle. That's what, yeah, that's break what I was trying to go to. Because um, we're never gonna. We're never. It's never. We're never gonna Gross. evolve mm-hmm. from it, mm-hmm. and we need to evolve from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. And I see that. You know. It can. It can. It can be. It can play a bad role in a relationship or a marriage. I would say. So when did you mm-hmm. notice that? When. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, going to church, because I like going to church. Yeah. Um, I would say, especially since I've been single all these years, or the, the times that I've been single, <clears throat> is 
you learn about marriage they have a lot of you know you educate yourself mm -hmm. and I'm not married I don't have any kids or anything mm -hmm. like that but you learn a lot about many different things right. you know and so it's like you need to be you need to like I've learned so many things about something it's kind of like it's kind of like you were telling me about the gym you know like uh, the gym is something I was always mm -hmm. training for mm -hmm. you know but mm -hmm. you, although you're not there yet you can still train for right. it so educate yourself for it and you, you, you can train your mind to learn something you're, you're saying be open-minded to it right yeah. and I'll be open-minded mm -hmm. and just like hmm, like I never knew that oh that makes sense you know so many times and sitting there in church and they're talking about marriage or the sermon mm -hmm. is marriage the topic mm -hmm. is marriage you know how can you do better how can you you know grow or how can you continue your this and that you know I'm like just because I'm married doesn't mean that I won't benefit from that you right. know mm -hmm. yeah. the way I see it is every single day or every single time I go to church or have a talk with my mom or whatever it's just a tiny seed tiny tiny seed that maybe one day will flourish into something that I'm going to use later mm -hmm. that's very interesting because you and Edgar are like you know um we started going to church and we really haven't gone in a while but he still listens to sermons and stuff like on mm -hmm. Sundays but when he started going to church it he said the same thing you did like mm -hmm. it, it it was good for our marriage mm -hmm. like I think like it hit him so deep in his heart mm -hmm. that it just made him want to continue to be a better person oh yeah and it wasn't even anything like like him doing it for himself like was good for both of us yes you mm -hmm. know and to this day, he's probably closer than I am. Like, I'm, I mean, I grew up going to church and everything. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it, like, when they would have, like, sermons about uh, marriages and stuff, mm -hmm. like, it does help you a lot because it's very positive, mm -hmm. you know. But, and then also in the sense that I feel like he's used um, the gym as a lot of his own therapy. Yes. Mm -hmm. like he, I mean, you know Edgar works out a lot, yes. too. Yeah, I see that. Ever since he, like, and went I, on that I workout like, phase. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I he, see it too. He's very positive too. Tell him about the time how I hype him up on Snapchat. Oh Ask really? Him. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, brother. <laughs> what church do you go to? Uh, I go to Fellowship. Okay. Fellowship Church. I've heard about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so. on uh, Seventh right? Or mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's a uh, it's definitely a positive thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, I don't like going to church and this and that." And like I said, everyone ha everyone is their own person. Right. Teach their own. You know, whatever works for you, you to make to make you a better person. Yes, period. but and 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 it's it's everyone will find their their outlet. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and then it's kind of like they talk about that in church. They say, you know, and everything's going bad. You know, mm -hmm. people want to run to church and they start to get more spiritual mm -hmm. and they say, God help me, God help me, God help mm -hmm. me, but. Like everything's going good, you're making good money, family's good, you know, you're you're living it up, everything, mm -hmm. you kind of start to this and forget. that. Forget. Mm -hmm. Start to forget, right. you know? And whether it's church or whether it's, um, uh, you know, for people who don't do church, it maybe it could be something else. It could be, you know, uh, it could be working out, it could be going to the gym, mm -hmm. it could be doing yoga, right. it could be going to mm -hmm. seminars, it could be, you know, educating yourself, reading, or you know, listening to podcasts mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. you don't have to, you don't have to stop mm -hmm. trying to grow and elevate yourself just because everything is going good. Yeah. Keep mm -hmm. that balance. Keep that. Always maintain like yes. that mindset of growth. Yes. Growth mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Always keep it going and, and always be hungry for, for more. Mm -hmm. So. Stay hungry for And I, I love that. I love that you brought, you kind of touched on that too. So. You know, obviously, you told us about all your challenges, even becoming a firefighter where mm -hmm. you are now. 
So what was that? Tell us that feeling when you finally made it. Yeah, I want. I want. I want to know. know yeah, your, was, your, was it an email? Was it a phone call? Or was it? Uh, it was a phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, How long super. after you applied? As in when he first started his journey? No, 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 no. Like the last time that he applied oh, okay. and that he got hired. It was. Let's see. I took the test in. October of 2018, and I mm. got hired on uh, August of 19. Mm. So, but you wow. applied first. Yeah, I applied first. And then they call you, they email you, you need to come take a test or what? Oh man, the process. Shoot, no process is. Yeah. Very. Uh, yeah. Very it's not long. just one test. It's just no. that you keep. It's I different could, hurdles. Right. right yeah. I and think, wait, with testing, is it like a written test or like actually like work physical test? Too, yeah, right? physical. Both. Uh, okay. Not just both, but so triple, like, quadruple. Yeah. I, I'm trying to picture, like, you apply online like any other job, mm-hmm. and then they call you. Right. And no. they're like, hey, we need you to come test. Mm-hmm. So how long from when you applied to the phone call that you got? I would say about a year and a half long process. Oh, wow. From, so, and every city is different. Yeah. All, and I noticed that. Yeah. I mean, and... Oh my God, I got tired of taking so many <laughs> so uh, the physical yeah. assessment. Uh, it's just crazy. But from the moment I apply, so you apply, then they send you an email. Okay, you you apply, and then or our next written exam mm-hmm. or entry in the entrance exam is this day, which is usually a few months later. Mm-hmm. Then you got to take an entrance exam. Mm-hmm. Then from there, okay, well then now you got to do the physical agility test, mm-hmm. and then from there you got to go take a polygraph test. And from there, you got to go do an interview. And then from there, you got to do the chief's interview. And then for Arlington, I think that was the longest process because mm-hmm. I went from you apply, and then from there, you go do a mile and a half run. Mm-hmm. You have to pass that within a mile and a half under 13, like 13 minutes and 94 seconds or something mm-hmm. like that. Wow, well, I would fail. Then, <laughs> I think then, I do the mile like in 12, yeah, 13 minutes. Yeah, it's a hard process. <laughs> and then from the run, then you go to do a physical agility test, which is mm-hmm. kind of like a kind of like a course, like a mm. like a what is it called? Um, yeah, like a logistical, mm-hmm. like a different course. Like obstacle course. Obstacle course, that's what I'm looking for. Um, obstacle course of just the different things that you would do. And then from there, you would go and do the the polygraph and then the uh, panel interview and then the final command staff interview, mm. which is all wow. the chiefs. And then, then you go through the selection process, just depending on the city, depending on how they do so things. So, like, how many do they get at a time? Uh, I heard it's like... It de- 10, 15, right? Yep, it's Something possible. Like it really depends on, it depends on, uh, a lot of things depend on it. Whether, how big the city is, mm-hmm. of course Fort Worth is gonna hire more. I think the last time, the closest that I got to Fort Worth was the interview process. Mm. And that was, uh, they hired about 30 guys, I think, that that cycle. And is, they do it like, Every quarter, or like, what? How do they do it? Like, it really just depends. It, just it really depends. Okay. Like, the reason I got hired mm-hmm. on, and and like, I got the phone call, and, and uh, the one of the last phone calls that I got was uh, from the lady in, in fire administration. She said, "Okay, so we're anticipating a uh, uh, retirement at the mm-hmm. end of this month. Mm-hmm. As soon as they put in their retirement papers, then that's when we're going to be able openings. to get you in. Right? Yeah. There has to be openings. Okay. So tell us about the day that you found out, man." It's. Did you cry? 
you know, I, I was at work, so I didn't, you know, I didn't want to cry. Mm. So, but it was... Were really like, oh, is this really happening? Yeah, you know, and I, I think my friend was, I think I was having lunch. I was at lunch, and then mm-hmm. my friend was in there with me, and then, like, I told her about it and everything, and it was just, it was surreal. Honestly, it's still surreal right now, I, for, even to this day. And the journey is not even done yet. Like, yeah. I'm still, uh, although I'm hired You're on... still train in I'm the learning training. Process. I still have tests to take. I still, mm. until I'm done with my probationary year and a half, and I'm mm. on probation mm. for a year and a half, wow. I won't. Wow. I won't be pa- once I'm past that. Then I, that's when I say I, I made it. Like I still mm. have to pass these tests that I have coming up. I have to wow. do physical, uh, you know, uh, five month and ten month probationary exams, mm. physical and written. You know, I got to memorize streets. I got to memorize know my mm-hmm. district. No, I want to make it. Yeah. It's a lot. So. It's a process. Yeah. yeah. It's a process. Mm. But, uh, Is there any female firefighters? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen... In your city or your... In my city, I've seen... What's it called? On your, what do they call it? The house? District? Yeah, department. Yeah. Department? Yeah. House or... In my station? Station. That's yeah, the word I'm looking my for. My station. Uh, not in my station. There is one up north. Yeah. Uh, there is one female firefighter. In my, in my academy, wow. there was two... Um, two girls in the academy with me one of them was North Washington Hills and the other one was she was unsponsored so she was just trying to get her certification so mm. that she couldn't get hired on mm. um, so yeah wow, wow. well Good I'm very them. proud of you I told you that when you first uh, posted about it yep. you know you making it in I appreciate you so tell me what has your dating life been since then oh man <laughs> it's if uh, any <laughs> yeah it's uh, or how has your outlook towards I guess getting in a relationship towards a future marriage, how has that changed for you in the past five years or whatever you want to say? Like, it's changed mm-hmm. a lot in the sense that, like I was saying, you know, when I was going through every that a few years ago, mm-hmm. I was so pressed on trying to get to that destination mm. uh, that. I felt like I needed to rush and rush and rush. Mm. I, I needed to get there. I needed to get there. I get, whether it means trying to beat what my significant other at mm-hmm. the time was like, you know, trying to work to get a job or finish our careers or, mm-hmm. so we can get married, you know, mm-hmm. or get engaged, get married, you know, have a family, start a ha- start a family, get a house, whatever. It's changed now mm-hmm. um, in the sense that you just, for me, I think I just needed to really focus on me. And mm-hmm. dating was one of the last options. In your mind. Right. On my mind. Once and you start wow. focusing in your right. uh, journey of being a fireman, right? Right. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's lonely. Not going to lie. Yeah. Very lonely. I feel like, I think I have like a perspective of. The same way. You're in the same. Of like a, a man, you know, like. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just cannot be alone. You know what I mean? Women can be like that too, though. Well, so there's yeah. serial monogamy. But you're alone. Yeah. And you're focused in school. Well, I know, but like I just uh, the guy perspective, like I've always just thought like, oh, the guys like they break up with someone and then yeah, like they get weeks later someone. they're already with someone else. So that's pretty cool that you. So like, brings us to the theories Ooh. that we said we were gonna we were yeah. talking about. Like, uh, you know, I haven't thought about it too much because I've, I haven't been single. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I've, obviously, you know, I've been in the relationship for all these years. Mm-hmm. But like now, as I'm like talking to like women that are single. And I started, oh, wow, like, why is there more women than men that are single? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. my theory is that, kind of like what Myra's saying, is mm-hmm. like, I feel like guys, and you you were proving that, too, because you're saying that 
I was so stuck on, you know, just being with somebody mm-hmm. and like getting to that point that we sh- quote unquote should be compared to everyone mm-hmm. else, you know? Mm-hmm. And you kind of like, I guess in a sense, force things, y'all force things and, mm-hmm. you know, to try to make it happen and it just kind of, I guess, blew up on you, right? Right. right? So it's like, I, again, I feel like many men are probably the same and probably still in that situation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of just focusing on being alone and just on yourself. And this goes for everybody. It could be mm-hmm. both men and right. women. Mm-hmm. But I guess my theory was that, that men need women you know, in their life, mm-hmm. because you need that guidance. You need somebody to push you. There's most of the time there's a woman behind a man mm-hmm. pushing them for greatness oh, or I to agree. do something or to you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in in your case, it's probably even a little bit different. But mm-hmm. in a sense, it was because I mean, you you even said it. You went to your mom mm-hmm. for advice. Yep. Your mom guided you through it. Yep. You know, your previous relationship probably in a sense. It broke you, but it also helped you kind of know, oh, wow, I need to do something, mm-hmm. you know? So, I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you yeah. think there's always a woman behind a man getting to where they need to be? Uh, yeah, I would say that uh, to the extent that, of course, that woman wants a future with that guy. Right. And, of course, that woman's not going to want to see that guy, like, just, you know, sit on his ass and mm-hmm. then I like, figure out right. like man what, what are we gonna do you know we've mm-hmm. been together this long and this and that um and guys they have how can I put this guys either they can either want that and and want to achieve that and like I said I've been there to where the pressure's on mm-hmm. and 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 it's like and then you add whether there's already problems in the relationship whether there's family problems, whether mm-hmm. there's financial problems, whether there's, you know, career problems, you know, all of that starts adding up. That's a lot of stress. Um, yes, mm-hmm. lots of stress, lots of lots of things that can add to it. Um, so yeah, I can I can see that, but it can I can see that it also go the other way, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like grow from it, yeah. right? And in my personal experience, it's kind of like you can grow. You together. can try and grow together, mm-hmm. um, but you, they have to—they have to equal your level of ambition or hustle or or hustle mm-hmm. or, or, mm-hmm. or um, trying to reach that. Have goal. the same ambition, right? So that's what you mainly put, like look for. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, An equal sense of determination, like right. Again, I, I said this the other day in in the girl one that we had, mm-hmm. the woman one, and it's like you have to have. Same morals and values as a foundation, mm-hmm. but then like I do feel, and you know, Edgar has even told me that before. He's like, if you weren't who you are as a person, mm-hmm. like I feel like we're we both, you know, choose to move up how we want to mm-hmm. or together. Then he's even said like, I don't think I would have ever even we we would have ever stayed together, and that goes vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like we we match our level of like ambition I guess and that's you know and at some point one always has to push the other yes in life yeah but that's the part of growing together and being Mm -hmm. together you know because when life hits like that you know there's going to be times where you got the guy and got the girl you know you both have to be strong both Mm -hmm. motivate each other because there's going to be times when life happens he's going to fall yeah and it's going to hurt Mm-hmm. And it's going to be hard on him. Mm-hmm. And you need her to be there to support, to, right. to help him say, you know, here, I got you. We're in mm-hmm. this together. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. She's going to fall. She could fall. She's going to get hurt. The mm-hmm. same thing. 
I got you. I'm here. I'm going to be there for you. We are going to get this mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. this. There together. needs to be a commitment. Right. Yeah. Commitment to want to grow together and not, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's going to happen and it could happen mm-hmm. and it, you know, and you just have to be prepared for it. So whether it's one or the other or whatever, but it, you ha- when you equal that, when you equal that, that level of wanting to grow and wanting to uh, evolve together mm-hmm. and wanting to, you know, and don't, to, do not become complacent. Yeah, exactly. Do not become complacent to say, mm-hmm. yeah, we're good. Yeah, you know, or, you know, we're happy now, this and that. No, man. Always want to That would be probably the turn off, I would think, yeah. you know. It's just kind of like, yeah. I mean, it's okay to be okay for a while, but at some point you got to, like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of continue. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. continue to do more. Right. So do you feel like you meet more women? I'm not saying that you're a serial date or anything like mm-hmm. that, but um, because, again, there's more... we. From what I know, there's more women that are single and are successful than men mm-hmm. single, mm-hmm. right? Do you feel like there? What kind of women do you meet? Like, do you meet women that? Do you feel like men are intimidated by women nowadays? Nowadays. Nowadays. Yeah, because there's so much woman empowerment. Again, we said we we talk to each other, we empower each other, but I feel like men don't really do that as much with each other. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't feel like it's as common to talk about it or your what your personally your challenges are mm-hmm. so kind of give you that advice or that you know mm. uh i would say that yes guys are intimidated, intimidated. by women why mm-hmm. why man it's Cause because because <laughs> how we are because we just are, i want to you know? know why because you know it's just that that natural, that natural, st- that stigma. I guess it's like okay, if, if men have to be or want to be or should be over the woman, huh? Or like arriba, uh, like above the woman? Not above, but they like you know you 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 have a, a guy. He's like a guy. Sh- that's just the stigma, right? Right. right. Not to say that you can't be, yeah. have a partnership or this and that. But right. It's just that natural for me. It's like man, I can't. If I need to, if I have to, if I want to be with a woman like that, I need to be. I need to level up. That's what up. I was saying. Yeah. That's what I was saying. My last yeah. episode, like, if I'm right here, you have to be over here. Yeah. I need to level up. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of one of the, what why even like for me, it's like, man, you know what? I'm not gonna date until I'm, I need I need to get up here. woman, right. you're setting the bar too high. I think so that <laughs> so that you can find that same what you're looking for. Yes. You know, everybody, yeah. you find your your match. You know, kind of like. Yeah. Where you are in life, and then you push each other, and that's what makes relationships so great. Mm-hmm. I feel. But I think you know? it, I think it's just uh, it, like I said. I think it's just like y'all said. Uh, it is the that thing of where guys they want to if they want to be the breadwinner or they need to be able to be able to be a provider. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Women yeah. naturally, what are y'all like? What are y'all naturally? What are y'all as women? What are, y- are y'all as women? Nurturers. Nurturers, exactly. Right? Y'all are just naturally able to want to come and and. And do that for for Fix us it. guys, right? Make everything okay, right? And so, and that for what is to y'all is for us to be breadwinners, mm-hmm. to be providers, to be that you know. Mm-hmm. So the, the if we're thinking okay, that pressure's on. I need to be able to make sure that I can. Well, hold up, she's way up here. Mm-hmm. Damn, mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. I so, do you stop talking to that person because uh, you feel that way? Uh, well, honestly, I would not even put myself. In the situation to talk to that person because I, I wouldn't even try. Dang, that's why we're single. 
That's good. That's some good insight because, yeah. like, especially like for them, <laughs> you know, it's like, why is the pool of men so low mm-hmm. compared to women? And I feel because men know, like you said, mm-hmm. they don't. They know that they're not at your level. Mm-hmm. So why are they even gonna try? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's like, how do you even get these men to start? Mm-hmm. I, I like we were talking about the other day, and I feel like a woman kind of like has to even see the potential at least mm-hmm. to kind of help guide. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you see a potential, then that's you know. Mm-hmm. And they call it fostering. Mm-hmm. I've done a couple of those. But you know, and and it it has to be more than the potential. Yeah. No, yeah. The willing. Mm-hmm. Like the, a, a, some type of a plan or, or, mm-hmm. or beginning step. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm doing this because eventually I want to get here. Mm-hmm. I'm not there yet, you know, but mm-hmm. eventually I do want to, mm-hmm. you know. Which it, it I would say and the, the, the advice that I would like to give guys and even girls mm-hmm. um, is, is that you can, you can try to find that one, that, that, I don't know, what, what do y'all girls like right to use? The right one or mm-hmm. the it or the, the one that's meant to be or whatever. Uh, you can do that with someone. You can grow with someone. It is definitely possible. Mm-hmm. But when it becomes a situation to where you are simply being dragged, you kind of like feel like well, you're trying to advance and you are and you have the strength for it, but they're kind of Dragging, dragging you behind down. or dragging you down, you lose yourself mm-hmm. trying to make them such a better person that you you lose who, who you, you are. You stop thinking about yourself. You start thinking. You stop thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. Even me personally, I mm-hmm. I work very hard to try and see the potential in the, this person that I used to be with. Try very hard. Uh, went. To, I was going to school and I tried to motivate her to go to school. Tried my hardest. Um, you know, say you know we can do this. We can achieve this goal. We can finish mm-hmm. school. We can we can get you mm-hmm. know we can get married. We can do all of that. But it just became so much of you know all about her, her, her. Like trying to grow her, trying to evolve her, trying to mold her, if you will, whatever. But mm-hmm. you just tend, you you lose yourself. Mm-hmm. And then does that create like resentment or like you yeah know? a lot mm-hmm. you know a lot of resentment. Um, mm-hmm. So when they sense. exit. When they exit your life, yeah, you have that resentment, you have that anger, but, you know, at the same time you may... Don't you, you feel lost? You do. You feel lost. You feel like, man, you know, I could have done things differently. And even uh, people around you may even see it. Like, I, I remember having a conversation with my mom with when I was... Shortly after I became single and that person exited my life, she's like, you know, I, I saw you with this person and I saw how different you were. I, I saw what you were doing right before you were right before you started dating them and how, how you were after mm-hmm. you ended and your 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 goals were different mm-hmm. you're you just stopped going to school you stopped doing this you stopped doing that you kind so, of got a little depressed you, maybe right mm-hmm. and so when your mom tells you something mm-hmm. you know That's at, true. at least at least that is true at least my mom always knows mom, mom yeah. always knows best you know but if they tell you something I'm like damn you know that's right but mm-hmm. but and it does kind of put you in the pool of just crazy emotions. Yeah, you can have res- you can have resentment, you can have all of that, but you know it is it is a life lesson though, and it makes you realize okay, so that's kind of what drove me to remain single and stay single. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the same thing 
again. But the best thing, and I'm sorry, I kind of went into left, left field with this, but the best thing, advice that I could give girls or guys is if you are single and if you're trying to reach that goal, whether you you want to reach that person, that guy that's you know at a, on a different level, that level that you want to be with, or, or if you're a girl, you want to be with that guy who's already on another level, you know you have to be that. Become that. You have to become that. Whatever it is that you want your your partner, the guy that you want to date to be, you got to become that first. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know where I learned that at church. Yes. <laughs> they so literally talked about that. You, you touched, to you touched that. something right now that I'm going to be adding to every episode from now on and this question. Mm-hmm. It's, what is the lesson in life that you had to learn in the hard way? <laughs> I wrote that down too. What lessons have you learned? Yeah. Or like the biggest one. Mm-hmm. And the biggest one, don't lose yourself. Mm-hmm. For others. For, for trying to... Mold others. Try, yeah. Try, don't, don't lose yourself trying to give your yourself to someone else. Mm-hmm. That would say the biggest yeah. one. And, and then once you are in a position where you're by yourself and alone, use that to grow yourself. Attract, use that to, attract it. Don't look for it. Right. Right. Evolve and you grow and you educate and... And find healthy outlets, girls and guys, mm-hmm. guys and girls, guys and dolls, whatever. <laughs> find very healthy outlets. Yeah. Do not go, because, you know, you can go down a road of like, man, whether it's, whether it's you losing your job or whether it's, you know, um, having family issues or financial issues or uh, heartbreak or, you know, not, you know, failing and failing and failing mm-hmm. over and over again which is like something I went through personally mm-hmm. use that hunger to drive you into a positive into a positive uh, mentality you know I'm gonna get there I want to get there how hungry are you you know deal through the pain mm-hmm. pain is growth pain is yeah. growth mm-hmm. and I use the I use the gym analogy so much you know the the more it hurts the more I'm gonna grow mm-hmm. yeah. you know and I use that a lot but yeah. use this time to, to be That's by a good yourself. one. I hadn't heard that one. Mm-hmm. So. I think I'm going to think differently of men now. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for us, ladies. Trust me. The pressures. It's, a, it's all about pressure for us as guys. Yeah. So it's yeah. not to say that we're... Well, we definitely need to have more men listen to today's episode. Yeah. <laughs> Share it with step it up, guys. man, buddy. Love step guys. step level ladies, up, guys. Ladies, we're working on it, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming. I feel like you gave a lot of good insight. Like, I'm mm-hmm. excited for people to hear this. I feel like, um, again, I'm probably the outsider here because I'm the only one in, the re- in like, a long-term relationship. But... Um, so I can relate to the growing together part, mm-hmm. but I can't relate to all the emotions that you go through when you're single to try to find somebody to match your level of success, you know? So I feel, um, I don't know. But you know, it's like, it's like I said about the church thing, you know, yeah. you, you may not, or you may not, like, I mean, I'm not married, mm-hmm. but you, you're, you're married, you right. may not be going through that, but that's something that you have educated and you're going to be able to give that to someone who might need it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know? So it's guidance that you learn. It's guidance that, you know, me and my friends give each other mm-hmm. in, in relationships. I mean, we've all been long, long relationships. So mm-hmm. it's like the work doesn't end because you're in a relationship. Yep. The work continues, you yep. know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. 
Thank you so much well, for thank you for coming. Yeah. I'm honored. I'm honored. Thank mm-hmm. you. Enjoy you for the wine. He brought like oh, four yeah. bottles. Yeah, that's four, a first. He brought us four bottles of wine. Wine. It's like we're gonna he's our guest, and he brought he brought us bottles. <laughs> we're gonna we're about to open a bottle actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, ladies, um, I hope that you got some good insight from a man's perspective and um, men. It's time to step up if mm-hmm. you're wanting to find a good woman in your mm-hmm. life, you know, or at least a woman that you can build a good life with together. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any further questions or suggestions as as for this episode, don't forget to send us an email at sippingwithus at gmail.com. Also, we will um, tag Mike if you want to reach out to him personally for any personal advice. Yep. Thank you well, thank for you coming. Ladies. Appreciate Bye. it. Thank See you, you next ladies. time. Bye-bye.